you need to make sure that you understand what a servant leader is and try to become a servant leader for a set of people that you have. So that automatically makes you a project manager, come scrum master or a product owner, whatever role or designations that you have. But the actual execution would be more towards making sure that you're able to bring your people to the next level. So from an experience perspective, uh, you should be very eager to make sure that you help people to get to the next level. Hello, everyone. Welcome to your brand new podcast called In Your Shoes. This podcast is for you to learn more about new people and professions from around the world. I would like to take you on a journey to understand the life and times of a new person every two weeks and get a chance to get into their shoes to learn what they do, why they do, and how they do it. Abhishek is a dear friend of mine. He is an accomplished IT professional and works in Bangalore in India. He's a deep learner who has understanding of various domains and his curiosity has taken him to places. I'm so excited to have him on the podcast. Welcome to the podcast, Abhishek. Thank you, Vivek. Thanks for inviting me to this new journey of yours. I'm delighted to be part of this. Thank you. For our podcast listeners, Abhishek, could you kindly share a little bit about yourself, like where you come from and what you do for a living? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I was born in the uh, south part of India, uh, that God's own country, as known as uh, uh, Kerala state. And I was brought up in another wonderful city, uh, Vadodara, that is in Gujarat state, that is the west part of India. And I did my schooling in Vadodara, and then I came back to a Silicon Valley of India, Bangalore, where I did my graduation. And I've been settled in Bengaluru now uh, for that, from that onwards. And for living, I, I play a role of a scrum master uh, and I work in an organization called Nine Leaps. And a scrum master is a very uh, technical term, but uh, in terms of work profession, I actually manage projects, I help solve our customer problems and build products that can help uh, users. Thank you, Abhishek. Could you describe a little more in detail, like what is the job of a Scrum Master and why do we need a Scrum Master? Mm-hmm. So uh, Scrum Master is very peculiar to a agile uh, world. Okay, uh, many, many industries, many organizations have now started adopting the agile way of working. Uh, the only reason is that it's basic principles of iterate and increment. So you iterate the process every now and then and you keep improving the outcomes. So that's that's the whole main concept of Agile. And nowadays, the software development also have taken to this journey, which has given profits and bounds in various uh, aspects. So I I feel the kind of role and in Agile itself, you have various roles. Now, what they have done is that you have major three roles, a product owner who actually tells the team what exactly to be built, a development team, which actually builds the product uh, for its uh, end users, and a scrum master who actually tries to get the best out of both the parties, both from a product owner perspective and also from a development perspective. He helps to bridge the gap he helps to uh, remove the in- impediments that a development team might have 
during the whole process. Uh, that's that's the bookish definition. Uh, but as in Scrum Master, I guess it's very important for one defined person to make sure that the work is moving on. Uh, there has to be one person. You can call it as a Scrum Master. You can call it as a uh, any X Y Z name. But then the purpose is the role of getting the team to move forward with each iteration. That's brilliant. So I understand that this role has an element of facilitation, right? Yes. So Scrum Master plays a facilitator role, which helps in. So Agile have its own processes and rituals, and these rituals make sure that the team is productive in terms of getting the work done. So Scrum Master makes sure that these rituals, these processes are maintained in the team, and we take feedback frequently from. Uh, members to make sure improvements in our work. Okay. And Abhishek, it'll be great for listeners to also get to know as a Scrum Master, what kind of skills do you think the Scrum Master should have to be able to play this role effectively? Okay. So, uh, well, in simple terms, uh, a Scrum Master role is to get the job done by the people in the most effective way. Okay. And uh, to get that skills, I think so most important is understanding. Okay, let's say there is a problem to find the root cause of the problem. So an understanding overall of any problem. This this should not be an, a technical one, but also a non-technical one. Or let's say people problem. So an understanding skill, and for that you have to be a great listener, and that's that's what I'm coming to. You have to have a very great listening skills. Uh, when somebody is talking to you, you need to understand the deeper meaning of not just the words that are coming out of his mouth or her mouth, but it's just about the surroundings from which the context of the whole conversation. So that's one skill that I would recommend. Uh, second skill set would be more in terms of organizing. So you have to be a very well-disciplined individual uh, because you, there are a lot of organization that needs to be done because you need to manage a lot of coordinations as a facilitator you need to make sure the things are happening on time and if there is uh, stuff that needs to be follow up you need to keep following it up so there has to be a multi uh, like a person with multiple hands where you organize things and you uh, keep managing so that's another important thing that you should have I think so these two skills would be something that any individual should start with uh, to get into a role of a Scrum Master. Brilliant. Thank you so much for sharing that. You talked about the ability to listen well and have an understanding of the overall problem. I think these are really important skills across the roles, across different type of uh, professions. Could you share some highlights on what would it take for someone to be able to become a good listener? So there are three levels of listening. One is a basic listening where you are just hearing, but you have thoughts inside you. Okay. And that's actually not going to help you because you're not uh, hearing him. You are just having, you are hearing your own thoughts. Second level of listening is where you not have the thoughts, but you understand what the context is. The third level of listening, I think so it's the most important thing where you 
understand the context around that conversation you understand the environment from which uh, that situation is coming in so whenever you are talking to somebody you should always make sure that you keep your ears open from all the surroundings you try understanding the deep and something sometimes what happens the conversation doesn't go in the way you're bound to then you start asking the right questions and that's when you try to get so listening is also in terms of you let him talk more and more so that you get every bit of information and then you take the keywords and you can do the joins then you get exactly a straight line and then you can work around that wow that's a beautiful taxonomy of uh, listening i think this will be very useful for people who are listening to this podcast thank you so abhishek we will now try to understand uh, what made you pick up this profession so why uh, do you do what you do what attracts you to this profession okay <laughs> so so to be honest i i i didn't pick this profession myself uh instead the profession pick me for this role and i'll i'll come to that so it all happened by an accident and uh, this this is that kind of accidents which is actually helpful accidents <laughs> so uh, so i i started uh, uh before coming to this role of scrum master i've been into various other roles okay and i begin my professional career by having the most a uh, beautiful job uh, in the world that's go to an office which is fully air conditioned take up the latest games take the latest device that you want and start play the whole day wow yeah <laughs> so that's like the dream job of any any individual who come out from college and would like to have and that's what exactly i was blessed with uh, so i was actually into quality assurance of mobile games now you know that any mobile device that comes out in the market comes with some pre installed games right and companies uh, companies want to make sure that games are very much customized to the hardware that they come up with so i was in a company where we used to build those games and i was into the quality assurance uh, department where i used to test and report uh, issues or bugs so that's that's how it started <laughs> and then um, so this was going on for some time and i thought like okay playing games dream job all good but is this what my real calling is i felt like i should i should be more towards the business side of uh, the whole process and then that's when let me okay i should have some bit of education background to get into that profession and then i started to uh, have my masters uh, i did my mba in international business from coventry university in uk and then got into the business side of the it industry uh, post my mba i came back to bangalore i i did a um, i started my career with sales as a background um, i was in a role of business development executive uh, one good thing of that job i liked very much was i used to talk to people try to understand their business problem and then provide some bit of a solution that my company used to provide and that's how it started but then as i said i i just liked that profession i didn't love the real profession that i was made for and then uh one day in one of my other company uh, my manager asked me why don't you just uh, also manage the project since you brought uh, the sales and you were very trustworthy for the customer 
the customer wants you to also manage the project along with because he would like to talk to you about the progress of the project so why don't you just uh, also look into the managing side of it and i would i said okay fine well not an issue i was using my sales for half day and half day kind of a role but then i got into this as a full time and it actually continued and that's where it started so as i said uh, i didn't know that project management is something meant for me but then uh, it picked me up and then i started from there and then the journey continues till now wow so your trajectory was that you started in gaming and moved to sales yeah. and then to managing projects yes <laughs> i would hate to literally lose a job where you were asked to just test games that's awesome <laughs> yeah that's that's really awesome but uh, as i said right uh, there are certain dreams like certain there are thing oh this job would be wonderful but then once you actually get to hang of it you get to know yeah this is something not it is good but this is not something i would like i want something more and now in my current profession i i really love what i do uh, as i said initially i just i just help people to get their jobs uh, efficiently and i think so it's more of that interest and i i don't look my current profession as a role i i as i said i play a role of scrum master right so i consider this also as a game where you play this so what happens is if you consider your job as a day job then you never gonna get satisfied you always gonna change that role after 2 years or 3 years but if you consider this as a game and you start playing the roles that's where actually the key happens that's where actually you continue the journey and you always understand the deeper meanings of each profession so you treat your work as a game as if you're playing a game and uh each challenge is basically your level of the game exactly and that's where because it's not always that success should hit you a game you always win or lose and you always learn from your losses and uh, so i also like to play chess and when you play there is always a decision uh, you either win or lose but there is draw obviously but win and lose and you always what you do before you play the next game you analyze your game you analyze your moves that you made you try to uh improve on your mistakes that you made in the next game and that's what happens with each day that you do in project management each day there are certain set of people issues uh, technical issues are something separate but then there are each day a people issue and each people issue have individual uh uniqueness into it because each people are uh, unique and the situations surrounding them are unique and you keep solving them you keep getting those experience on a daily basis okay So there is also a bit of people management aspect of your role at the moment, true. right? True. Yes. True. Okay. I think that's a great segue into my next question for you was just to look at the different challenges that you face on a day-to-day -day basis as a scrum master. Okay. Okay. So in bits of challenges, so these challenges um I'm going to talk more in terms of a not because I'm into a tech a uh, company and the technical challenge obviously but i'm going to skip that i'm going to move towards the non technical aspects and that's towards the people side of issue because uh, 
any organization, the most important asset or the most important thing uh, would be its people. And that's where actually a scrum master or a project manager comes into play because uh, he's the one who is uh, obviously managing the projects and getting the clients their products, but also maintaining that harmony among the team members, getting to a perfect balance among each developers so that you get to the end results uh, the way it's supposed to be. Uh, now, in terms of challenges, there are, uh, I won't say any specific challenge, but there would be a lot of issues with respect to people because with people comes some bit of a pride, some bit of an ego. So that's one category of problems that you want to address to. Another bit of um, challenge that you would categorize them is uh, lack of communication, lack of collaboration or lack of trust that happens due to this. Another set, so what I do is that whenever I get these bit of challenges, I try to bucketize them so that I know what are the approaches that I have taken in the past and try if that works with it. Because I don't have to rebuild the wheel again and again because if a problem of similar sort is solved already, I can take the same techniques and the tactics that has been used and try solving this problem because it makes it much faster. So I categorize. So one set of problems are with respect to egos, prides and stuffs. Another set of problems would be, as I said, the communication gap, the collaborative uh, difficulties that members have. Third thing, which uh, I haven't faced personally, but then I do know that this do exist, uh, is the cultural gap. Um, people working from different sides of the globe uh, would have different styles of working. So that's another set of problem because each of these lanes of problems or categories that I'm talking have a unique way of solving it. So I think so these are the most common thing that you would find as challenges as a scrum master. Okay. So this role sounds like a multidisciplinary role because you're looking at not just the outcome of a project, but you're also looking at how motivated people are and uh, also controlling, and I would not use the word controlling, but basically managing <laughs> them. Yes, exactly. <laughs> So how do you do that? Like, how do you manage people with emotions that will influence the outcome of a project? Mm -hmm. So managing in emotions is a very tricky uh, <laughs> business. Um, I would say that because uh, it's it's very unique because you need to understand uh, the reasons behind those emotions. Um, somebody is coming up with certain set of problems. Uh, the emotions are due to the surroundings that they are in uh, what if you change the surrounding will that emotions emerge or is it in a positive way so emotions of uh, controlling emotions of any individual it's very important that you understand the situation you also have to do some bit of an experiment uh, making that person in a different environment and see if what is that is that the surroundings that is causing that emotion uh, so i would if an emotional problem, then I would try to understand the background behind it. Because it's not always what you see is what is <laughs> the truth. So probably try changing the situation and see if the emotions uh, are helping you or not. Okay. So what I understood is basically the emotions are a byproduct of the context and the environment exactly. where the person yes. is. 
and mm. you as a scrum master also look at these contexts and environments that is influencing and evoking that emotion in the person absolutely absolutely vivek thank you thank you for sharing that it's really really enlightening okay abhishek uh, given that you have described your multidisciplinary role so far i would love to know how is your typical day at work mm-hmm. okay oh well a uh, typical day at work uh, nowadays it's totally different for i feel it's different for everyone because of the lockdown situation and work from home uh, i would say before pre lockdown uh, how my day was because i think so that should be the most uh, interesting one uh, so i used to wake up slightly uh, late in the morning i'm not a morning person um, stretch a little bit uh, glance through the whole lot of notifications that would have come uh, for the for the day uh, address some of the emails that i have to just finish it off uh, and then uh, plan my day uh, i look at the calendar see some of the important meetings make sure that things are settled for that before i even start my day uh, i drove to office on a two wheeler and while on my way i listen to some podcast uh, some audio books uh, and i don't i don't listen every day a new one i listen one single podcast maybe for a week or it might keep repeating uh, because as driving i don't keep the volume way too high i just keep it very low so that i don't get any uh, driving disturbance i make sure that the volume is slightly low but then i keep listening the same podcast some of the interesting ones again and again uh, because it helps me to get the deeper meaning of the words that has been um, the so once that i done i just um, reach office make sure all the meetings are all set because as a scrum master it's very important that uh, the rituals that you follow in a agile uh, project development are happening on time and there are all the arrangements like we have sticky notes and whiteboards and all those things everything is in place uh, to make sure that the meeting is productive so that's that's how the day starts uh, what happens is uh, there would be one one key important uh, feature of first come master uh, in the bookish way is to remove impediments i think so to some extent it's a great thing it's not just about impediments for the project but i would feel that you should also help that individual to have the impediments removed uh, from a career perspective also and that's what uh, we do we have our 101s where we discuss a special section only on career uh, of an individual so that that happens the day and before we end the day we just make sure that the meetings for the next day are scheduled and then my drove back now my playlist changes it's not the audio books or the uh, podcast but it's a list of music so that i just get relaxed when i get home because at home i have to be a different person and in profession i'm going to be a different individual so i make sure that i just get relaxed get with my family for some time and before heading uh, hitting the bed i just spend around almost 3 hours uh, reading and researching a certain topic certain uh, stuffs that i am more interest of so that's how the day ends thank you for sharing that abhishek i would like to now move to uh i would not call it funny but a little quirky part of the discussion and as i had discussed 
before we started recording, I think every profession has uh, some sort of perceptions from outside. And mm -hmm. Sometimes they're also called stereotypes. <laughs> so do you see any perceptions about this role, about the work and the profession that you are, that you've heard or you've observed from people outside this role? And would you be able to share with us? <laughs> yeah, so this this actually is a little trickier one <laughs> because uh, you might actually be thinking of these stereotypes and you might be actually following it. But then you when you take a step back and think, oh, this is not something that is bringing value to the board. <laughs> so yeah, so from a scrum master perspective, uh, if you if you hear me. I've been talking about this process, this rituals uh, again and again, right? So I feel one of the stereotypes that that is there across the industry for this particular role is of being an agile police or somebody as a strict follower of processes. Now, uh, because as I said, right, it's all a bookish uh, context and people follow it blindly. But I, I feel that... Uh, if a process is not helping to my outcomes, then I think so that process of not, not a process anymore. So I think that one of the stereotypes is uh, scrum masters are way too very strict about the processes. If they say that, okay, stand up has to be 15 minutes, uh, I need to make sure that, okay, it should not cross more than 15 minutes. So that's, that's something which is wrong. Uh, so as, as a term, it's called as agile police. <laughs> policing around uh, of behind developers with these policies and uh, processes. Oh, no, no, you should not do this or you should not do that. Uh, I think that's something which uh, is one of the stereotypes. Another one was, as I said, like one of the key roles of a scrum master is to remove the impediments, right? So impediments more towards the uh, execution of the project. Uh, but I feel that it's not just about project because until unless you have uh, the five values uh, that a scrum recommends like commitment, focus, openness, uh, respect and courage, right? All these things, the key element behind all of them is the trust factor, right? Now, if you are not able to build that trust factor with your team members, you are never going to bring that success, follow whatever process you want, you're never going to get that success. So it's not just about removing impediments from the project perspective but also from their personal life or something from their career perspective. So that's that's the one thing that I would like also to highlight. Okay, so what I heard and also understood is you're not kind of running things by the book, you're also evolving a process, mm -hmm. but you are aligning those changes and evolutions based upon the principles of Scrum. Mm -hmm. Yes. And uh, it's not about being a police, <laughs> but being able to adjust your ways of working. Yeah. Uh, but you stick with the the guiding principles and ideas around Scrum. Correct. Correct. So as one of the agile principles, right, you keep iterating and you keep incrementing. So that's something, uh, one of the principle that you do it for all your process. So you keep uh, making sure that you plan something, you execute it, then you review that, and then you improvise it, right? So that review process helps you in making that improvement. Fantastic.
Okay. So Abhishek, I think you beautifully described uh, what is your profession, the work you do on a day-to-day basis. Now imagine someone who is listening to this podcast, it's really interested in becoming a Scrum Master and want to gain the same profession as yours. What would you advise them? And especially what experiences would you like them to have? I, I feel that Scrum Master is just a designation and more from, as you say, talking about skill sets, right? So I think so one, one key skill set that I missed out over the uh, was of a servant leadership, okay? You need to make sure that you understand what a servant leader is and try to become a servant leader for a set of people that you have. So that automatically makes you a project manager come scrum master or a product owner, whatever role or designations that you have. But the actual execution would be more towards making sure that you're able to bring your people to the next level. So from an experience perspective, uh, you should be very eager to make sure that you help people to get to the next level. Uh, That's one of the key elements that you should be having it. Few other things that um, from an experience perspective, one should look at is those valueness that we talked about, uh, commitment, focus, openness, respect, and courage, right? Uh, These are all very general uh, terms. I don't have to explain the meaning, but I would like to have that uh, three important things which I feel should be very much there is the focus, the respect, and the openness among the team. So if you are willing to have these kind of set of things within yourself, because uh, as as you sow, so shall you reap, right? So if you show these kind of behaviors to your team members is something which you would get. And I think so if you are very focused on getting these things uh, straight with your skill sets, I think so there's a very good uh, role that you should look for. Wow. Thank you so much for that. And uh, do you recommend any specific book, courses, blog, or podcasts that uh, would help someone for in this profession or in general? Okay, okay. So, uh, so in this profession, uh, there have been tons of materials, and uh, one such thing that I uh, look forward is this mountain got uh, software uh, that's by uh, I forgot the name of the person but uh, he has a lot of material you have the scrum alliance uh, with their blogs uh, important and very fantastic materials that comes on on a daily basis so that's something and I have certain books that I have uh, read and I liked it very much one such book is the sprint uh, by Jake uh, Jake Knapp uh, so that's that's a fantastic book in which he explains about how you can get things done within a sprints. Uh, so that that brings a more understanding towards the whole process. Then you have this agile manifesto, which are like the principles uh, that it, it's not a like a book to read, but it's something like you should be aware of if you are getting into this profession. And from a personal perspective, from a non uh, job I do listen to the Knowledge Project by Shane Parish, uh, the podcast. 
I love that. Yes. <laughs> so I I think so. That's that's something that everyone should listen to. Um, not all the episodes would be very relevant, but you get a very good deep meaning of each of the podcasts that goes over there. And another one which I have recently started is uh, Naval podcast on YouTube, uh, where he Naval Ravi Khan's uh, podcast where he talks about a lot of things about wealth, happiness. Uh, it's fantastic. Uh, like we're way too deeper. Uh, so one of the podcasts that I do listening while driving to office is this Naval Ravi Khan because the meanings are way too deeper and you have to listen three to four times uh, to get to the best of out of what he talks. <laughs> and no, so one one book which uh, started me um, out of my various trainings that I had in my organization is this book of Marshall Goldsmith, What You Got Here Won't Get You There. And I think so anybody who is starting their career should always read through that or anybody who feels that, okay, I'm stuck in my career journey, I have to move ahead. I think so this is one book which you should definitely read. Thank you. It was really good recommendations, Abhishek. Thank you. And this conversation with you was so enlightening for me, and I hope uh, this was also for our listeners. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Vic. Thanks for having me here. So, Abhishek, how can people reach out to you if they have more questions and they mm -hmm. need more recommendations like the ones that you shared with us? <laughs> okay. So, uh, I'm not that uh, social. Um, I stopped uh, social media for some some years back, uh, but I can still be reached on uh, Twitter. I do follow Twitter, and my Twitter handle is Abhishek Warrior. Uh, so I think Twitter would be the best way to reach out to me. Fantastic, and I will have the details in the podcast notes. So thank you, Abhishek. It was a great uh, conversation, and I hope we get to chat at some point in time again. Thank you, thank you, Vivek. Thanks for having me here. Thank you for joining this podcast. I hope this was useful and you learned a lot. For more such great podcasts, please do not forget to subscribe to the podcast channel In Your Shoes on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Music. New podcasts uploaded every two weeks. Goodbye.